Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, September 11th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock announced that the country's COVID-19 contact tracing app will launch across England and Wales on September 24th. This will implement Google and Apple's Exposure API, as well as allow users to scan QR codes to register visits to a business. Places where people will gather for more than 15 minutes are encouraged to hang up a QR code poster to facilitate scanning, and alternative systems for users without smartphones, like a handwritten ledger, must be maintained. This is the UK's second attempt at a contact tracing app, with the NHS abandoning its in-house developed app that relied on Bluetooth for contact tracing back in June. Bloomberg reports that, according to sources, ByteDance is likely to miss the September 20th deadline to sell its TikTok operations in the U.S. due to recent changes in Chinese technology export rules. ByteDance has reportedly been told that any proposed sale would need to be submitted for approval to Chinese regulators with detailed technical and financial information, followed by an intensive review. This week, President Trump stated that there would be no extension to the deadline. Tighter U.S. restrictions against Huawei go into effect September 15th. As a result, Samsung, LG, and SK Hynix will reportedly stop selling chips to Huawei. That means Huawei will have to source its own NAND flash, RAM, and OLED displays elsewhere. That didn't stop Huawei from announcing updates to its MateBook X and MateBook 15 laptops for sale in October, and updated Watch GT2 Pro and FreeBuds with improved noise cancellation. As part of an investigation by the Irish Data Protection Commission into Facebook's data transfer practices, the regulator came to a preliminary decision that standard contractual clauses cannot be used for EU-US data transfers. Contractual clauses have become an alternative framework for transferring European user data to the US after the European Court of Justice invalidated the US-EU Privacy Shield framework earlier this year. Facebook announced that it's seeking a judicial review of the decision, urging regulators to adopt a pragmatic and proportional approach until the new larger transfer framework is established. The ruling from the Irish regulator isn't final and still needs the backing of other EU data watchdogs. Facebook formally submitted complaints about Apple to the EU after the EU asked for consultation on its Digital Services Act. Facebook complained that the application of Apple's policies and technical controls around in-app payments, gaming apps, login tools, and online advertising, adding that Apple privileges its own services and revenue streams to the detriment of others. Amazon announced a voice-controlled printing feature that lets Amazon Echo owners print items like to-do lists, recipes from all recipes, weekly calendars, educational content for kids, and even games like crossword puzzles and Sudoku from the LA Times. The feature works with second get or near echoes and IPP-enabled printers from HP, Brother, Canon, and Epson, with more printers to be added over time. You can check by telling your echo to discover my printer. Once it's all set up, you can say print a crossword puzzle or print graph paper or print a chicken recipe. Also, the echo will remind you if you're running low on ink or toner and can even order replacements for you. Facebook launched a new way for college students to connect. The section is called Campus, and like the Facebook of old, it lets you only interact with people at your school. It includes a campus-only news feed, groups, events, and campus chats. A campus directory lets you find and friend other students. You'll need a .edu address and your graduation year to join, and then you'll create a campus-specific profile with options for things like majors, classes, your dorm, etc. Campus is only being tested with 30 universities in the U.S., and no... Harvard, the original home of Facebook, is not one of them. Zoom rolled out two-factor authentication for all users. Once activated, users can receive one-time codes by SMS, 
phone call, or any authenticator app supporting the time-based one-time password protocol. Google announced it will remove all autocomplete suggestions from search that could be seen to endorse or oppose a candidate or political party, or that make a claim about voting or the electoral process. The company made it clear that this would not change search results and is an extension of its existing autocomplete policies. Google also announced a new program to prevent vandalism of Wikipedia entries designed to change information in knowledge graph panels. The company also formed an intelligence desk to monitor news for potential information threats and will start adding fact-check labels to Google Images. Earlier this week, Epic Games warned users that accessing Epic accounts using sign-in with Apple might stop being available after September 11th. In a statement to The Verge, Apple said it was not doing anything to prevent sign-in with Apple from working with Epic Games. Epic later stated that Apple granted it an indefinite extension to use Apple sign-in, but recommends that users prepare for the feature's removal. The CTA announced that CES 2021 will be rescheduled. Originally set for January 6th through the 9th, it will now be January 11th through the 14th. Verizon CEO Hans Vestberg will deliver the kickoff keynote for the online-only CES. And finally, Acer bought the Gateway PC brand back in 2007 for $710 million. Now Acer is bringing the brand to an exclusive line of PCs for Walmart. The line launches with 11 new devices, including six ultra-sim laptops, ranging from 11 to 15 inches and costing between $200 and $600, as well as a 2-in-1 hybrid laptop for $300 that includes one-year subscription to Microsoft 365 Personal. There's also two 15.6-inch laptops under Gateway's Creative Series, designed for gaming and more power-hungry workloads. These offer either AMD or Intel CPUs and offer up to an NVIDIA RTX 2060 card with pricing ranging from $800 to $1,200. Gateway will also offer an 8-inch and 10-inch Android 10 tablet priced at $70 and $80 respectively. All of these devices will, of course, come in a cow print box. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.